is Fantasy Football Today from CBS Sports. Here we go! Email us at fantasyfootball at cbsi.com. Here we go! It's time to dominate your fantasy league. Let's go! Now, here's some combination of Adam, Dave, Jamie, and Heath. The day has arrived. Football is here. What's going on, everybody? Adam Azer with Jamie Eisenberg and Heath Cummings. We're going to have Dave Richard on shortly. If you are new to the podcast... Oh, we've got the best game previews, and we are previewing the AFC home games on today's show. Thursday's always AFC. Friday is always NFC. Guys, are you pumped? I really am genuinely super excited to sit down and watch the game tonight. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's uh, it's time. Yes. Yes. All right. Yes. There it is. Hey, before we, uh, before we talk about that, we've got an action news update. Le'Veon Bell Watch. Day two since we started the Le'Veon Bell Watch segment. We go to our action news reporters, Heath Cummings and Jamie Eisenberg, for the latest on Le'Veon Bell. What's the latest on Le'Veon Bell? Uh, his teammates hate him. <laughs> yes, they do. They I do. Love it's it. get, it's getting serious here. It's not great. Not great. This is not. And like we've gotten a lot of responses. Why didn't you guys see this coming? There was one thing that I did not really think was possible that I don't really still think is possible that Le'Veon Bell's agent and he seemed to think is possible. And that is I, I didn't envision a situation where he sits out 10 games and still gets a contract at the end of this year that is similar to the one that he would get if he played all of this season. Yeah. There seems to be some thought that they may think that's possible, that sitting out these 10 games won't hurt his contract for next year. Well, I, I think their hope is don't beat him into the ground, as right. the Steelers are most likely going to do, because that's what they do, is they beat him into the ground. And so I hope it does not come to that. Uh, they're not going to give him more money. So. No, no. I think that's the one thing that's not going to happen. Yeah, and nor should they. I mean, they made their decision and it's up to him to either live with it or not live with it. So the question becomes, I don't know if either of you guys had drafts last night. I was helping two of my friends in drafts and both picked in the back half of the first round. And we had discussions of if one picked at nine, one picked at 11, if bell is there at nine or 11, do you take him? I would have said yes. Yeah. Yeah. I I had the same exact situation except my two friends were picking eighth and 10th and I told them both take bell and neither of them had the chance to take bell. He went earlier. Yep, he went at six in one league, and I don't even know where he went in the other one, but it was it was before pick eleven. Um, the the thing that I would have said is just be aggressive with James Conner. You want that, that's a number one running back. It's however you shake it. It that situation is a number one running back. It's been proven with D'Angelo Williams. It'll be proven again with James Conner. Mm-hmm. So I, I think you're, you're you're okay in that regard. And if you don't have Conner and you're the Bell owner, look, he could still sign his his tender by uh, his franchise tag by Saturday, and he's playing week two. Yeah, and the one thing I noticed was if I, I don't think there is a guess that I can make that's going to be more accurate than any other guess. But just thinking about it from kind of a part way, if I take three games off of Le'Veon Bell's projection, he's still the number four running back in projected fantasy points. Heath and I, I traded um, – we traded Melvin Gordon and Austin Eckler for Le'Veon Bell and James Conner. We traded the congratulations. Chargers. Well, I don't know. I mean, we traded the Chargers running backs for the uh, – Steelers running backs and the Chargers first two games could be just outstanding for Melvin Gordon. So, you know, I don't I mean, look, I th- I like it. I do it again, but I don't know if it's a, a thank you, Jamie. Thank you for the congratulations. I appreciate that. No, I, I mean, look, right. you would draft right now. You would draft both the Steelers guys over both the Chargers guys. Yeah. 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 I don't I yeah. I, I would. I think there's a chance that Le'Veon's falling to the second round or third round in some drafts. And I think if Dave was in here, he would probably say he should. To be clear, uh, we would not draft. We would not draft uh, James Conner over Melvin Gordon. That's no. You would draft Bell over Gordon, and you'd draft Conner over Eckler, right? Yeah, yeah. So um, let's read a few Bell slash Conner emails, and the inbox is full of them. So we only will get to a few. Uh, Also, are you starting James Conner over Jay Ajayi? Yes. Oh yeah. Over Devontae Freeman. Oh, but is there a chance that Le'Veon Bell plays week one, or do you think it's done? He is not playing week one. Okay. I, I don't think he is, no. All right, Bell Connor emails here. Matt Z from a town just southeast of Green Bay. Dave's not in, so we'll, we'll hold off on, on the geography. 
Uh, should I trade Le'Veon Bell for Odell Beckham and Alex Collins? Should you? Yeah. Would you give up Bell to get Beckham and Alex Collins? I yes. would do that. Yes. Okay. You uh, know that that's that's even a realistic trade before all this, right? Yeah. He says also. He says, "Hey, Tony Boat, KB, and El El Mago." That would be uh, apparently Chicago Cubs nicknames. This is from Tim. I traded Le'Veon Bell for Gronkowski. No, Le'Veon Bell and Gronkowski for Todd Gurley. What do you think of that? Gave up Bell and Gronk for Gurley. Gave up too much. Yes. Uh, this is from Steve in a tiny Massachusetts town north of Miami, Florida. That's very specific. Good morning, Bryson, Eldrick, Dustin, and Phil. Heath, you're our only hope. Yeah, that's that's the PGA Tour. Okay, yeah, those are golfers. U.S. Ryder Cup team. Uh, a buddy of mine was getting nervous about Le'Veon Bell. I traded for him. I gave up Dalvin Cook and Royce Freeman. This one's interesting. Would you give up Dalvin Cook and Royce Freeman for Le'Veon Bell? Yes. <sighs> I don't know that I would have done that in a, in, before the suspension. I think I probably would have. Heath? Yeah, I think I'd I think I'd rather have Dalvin Cook and Royce Freeman. Peyton Skinner says I got offered Le'Veon Bell for my Christian McCaffrey. I already have James Conner. Would you give up McCaffrey for Le'Veon Bell? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I knew you guys no. were gonna say yes. Oh, hey, Dave's here. I'm here. I'm not doing that. Why? Because I don't want Le'Veon Bell right now. Not for Christian McCaffrey. What would you? When would you take Le'Veon Bell if you were drafting tonight? Round two, the absolute early. All right, some James Conner emails. This is from Josh. 10-team PPR league. I picked up Connor. I just received a trade offer. I give up Connor. I get Alshon Jeffrey. I have Gordon, Kamara, Hyde, and Jamal Williams. Would you give up Connor for Alshon Jeffrey? No nope. way. No. Okay. Uh, would you? Okay, how about this one? This is from Paul. Dave, Paul is from a medium-sized town in Maryland. Columbia. Dear Ray, Ed, Terrell, and Peter. Hall of Fame? Hall of Famers. Wondering if I should start James Conner over Derrick Henry in my PPR league. Yes. I'll say no. Yes. Pete from a small town in central Wisconsin. Uh, Barnstorm. Really? Is that a thing? No, I just made that up. (laughs) Dear Farmer, Bitzer, Sean, and Timmy. You know half the cities I say are like made up, right? No, I don't believe that. Oh, okay. Sean the Sheep. I don't know what Sean the Sheep is. You guys have kids. You should know that. I picked up James Conner. I already have Dalvin Cook, Royce Freeman, and Jamal Williams. I am Matt Breida. The Bell owner isn't budging. Would it be fair to try and trade Conner for Aaron Jones? Waste of time. Yeah, no, don't, don't do, do that. Don't do that. Yeah, no, no, we want Conner. You're giving him Jones. away. Yeah. You're giving away a lottery ticket that's already halfway cashed for a guy that suspended two games. Uh, this is from Jeff. Do I drop Bilal Powell, Tyler yes. Eifert, Godwin, Michelle, or Cole for Connor? Eifert if you don't need a second tight end. Powell if you're okay at running back. I would do Powell anyway. For I'd drop yeah. Cole before i drop Powell. Me too. I think Eifert's probably the big winner though, right? Second yeah, I would drop end. the Jets starting running back. It'd be interesting if you had like Kittle and Eifert. And I'd rather have Eifert. This week. But... All season, season? you'd rather have Eifert than Kittle? Yes. I think Kittle probably scores more fantasy points than Eifert does. But if I'm at that level of tight end, I'd just as soon have the one that I'd rather start this week. All right, yeah. So if you need to pick up James Conner, dropping a second tight end is not a bad idea. Also not a bad idea, listening to Ion Fantasy Football. That's our Saturday night radio show, and it's really fun. And we had something strange happen. Heath and I were on... Maybe because it was Labor Day. I don't know. It was Labor Day weekend. We had no like we had like no calls for the first five minutes. Usually we start the show, the update goes on at, at ten PM and the board is full of calls. We had like no calls for five minutes. Like, what is happening here? Is everybody away? And then we had calls the rest of the show, which is great. But we get to hear from you. 855-212-4227. Call us up, I on Fantasy Football. It's Saturday nights on CBS Sports Radio. It's on Sirius XM. You can listen on CBSportsradio.com. You can listen on your local affiliate sometimes. Ten to midnight Eastern. Uh, Fantasy Football Today is live at noon Eastern every weekday, Monday through Friday on CBSSports.com. It is on CBS Sports HQ, which you need to be watching. CBS Sports HQ is awesome. Um, Fantasy Football Today is also at 10 a.m. Eastern until kickoff on Sunday. And awesome content, fantasy content on Sportsline.com. 
The promo code is FANTASY if you want $1 for your first month. Go to sportsline.com slash join and just check it out. Gambling site, fantasy site, sports site, sportsline.com slash join. Promo code is FANTASY. Here's our email of the day, and we will get to start or sit pretty soon. Email of the day is from Tom in a small town in Connecticut. Hey, Barnstorm. Eric. Oh, Barnstorm. Sorry, I forgot. Why did I not let you give it in? Stanford. Stanford. It's not a small town. That's a big town. Is it big? Feels small. It's big. Well, it's a little. It's small compared to New York. Yeah, a lot uh, of that's, towns are small. That's my. That's how I compare. It's got one hundred and twenty-nine thousand people Ooh, in it. That's big. That's uh, like Coral Springs. It's about to have like twenty more people. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we have a we have a studio up there, and if you watch HQ, it's, you'll see it's it. awesome. It's gorgeous. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the question, and I've gotten this question a lot. Have you ever considered taking a dive in week one for the waiver wire benefits? Every year there is a group of high-value players who go undrafted. Why not take a dive and go for dead last and have the first shot at a week one surprise performer? Well, if you had done that last year, who were you picking Kenny up? Galladay. Or, I, I remember it well. <laughs> or who? Kerwin Williams. Oh, yeah. wow. Wow. Uh, it's not worth it. Don't do it. I Actually, can we look up the week one transactions in the podcast league? I bet we can. Um, Should be able to. Yeah. I'm going to do that right now. Um, all right. Hey, as I do that, here's a quick segment. Since we won't be talking about them today, they're on the NFC home games. Would you start any of the following running backs over Jay Ajayi tonight? Adrian Peterson. Yes. Yes. I don't think so. Peyton Barber. Yes. 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 Mike Gillisley. No. 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 A Jets running back. No. Yes. No. Uh, let's see. So looking, that's all I've got for that. Uh, Nelson Aguilar went for $16 after week one. That was a good one. Kerwin Williams went for $24 out of 100 Ew. That was a bad one. Andre Ellington went for $5. Ew. Mike Tolbert went for four. I don't remember the circumstances around that. <laughs> um, Marquise Lee went for 10. Javoris, oh, okay. Javoris Allen went for $31 to Jamie. Oh, boy. Good good work, Jamie. <laughs> Chris Johnson went for $4. How about that? That Chris Johnson? Yeah, Chris Johnson, $4. Because David Johnson got hurt. Uh, Danny Amendola went for $21. This is fun. I like this game. Is uh, it fun because you didn't win any of these guys? I don't know if I did. I won Charles Clay for zero. Well, you know that Jamie got one. How do you know that you didn't get I one? I think what I we know for names. sure from hearing this list is there's yeah. not a guarantee there's going to be a guy in week one on the waiver wire that's going to change your fortunes. Yeah. I would rather win week one. And you want to know why Kenny Galladay wasn't one of those guys? Oh, you're right. Yeah, and this because you owned him already. Because I had him. <laughs> that's right. I do remember him being a very popular week one waiver wire guy. And if you, you, know, if you had been a fortune teller, and you had started Kenny Galladay in your FanDuel lineup in week one in 2017. He had a good week one, right? I'm not just making that up. Two touchdowns. Yeah, that's what I thought. You would have had a great day. You would have won a lot of money. FanDuel.com is super fun. First of all, I did submit my pick for the Survivor Contest yesterday. There's a free $250,000 Survivor Contest on FanDuel, and uh, I'm going with the Ravens this week. You want to pick a team that you're not going to want to use rest of season. You don't want to pick uh, the Packers in week one. Um, so there's that. There's our contest. You can compete against us at FanDuel.com slash FFT. Make sure you get in. There are a lot of spots still available. I imagine that'll fill up over the weekend, though. FanDuel.com slash FFT. It's a $5 entry, and we're going to play every single week. Also, if you make your first deposit at FanDuel.com slash FFT, you will get a $20 bonus. A $20 bonus on your first deposit. FanDuel's the best. Experienced players, inexperienced players, there is something for everyone. We love FanDuel. Can't wait to talk about it. And we'll talk about it on our Saturday Mailbag show as well. We'll give some DFS content. Uh, one more time, the URL is FanDuel.com slash FFT. Get in our contest. Make your first deposit. Get a $20 bonus on your first deposit. Uh, news and notes. Marlon Mack did not practice. We are not expecting him to play, right? Nope. Right. What about Eric Berry for the Chiefs? Doesn't didn't, sound like it. Didn't practice on Wednesday, but he's the kind of guy that he could get in one day of practice on Friday and be good to go. The Seahawks will be without linebacker K.J. Wright at Denver. 
That's good for Freeman. Yeah. Uh, Earl Thomas did report. Now, remember, this is relevant for Le'Veon Bell. There was a report that Earl Thomas was not going to come back to the Seahawks without a new contract. I think one day later he was back. Right. Yeah, he did something smart. Yeah. Bell will probably sign by Saturday. Rashad Penny practiced in four. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Why will he sign by Saturday? Because that's when he needs to. I don't think it makes I, – I've been wrong so far. I don't think it makes any sense for him to miss games. I don't think he helps himself in any way, and I think he hurts his future contract. But he he's also the one that's turned down contracts from the Steelers already. So he's turned that, down a contract that's bigger than any he, contract he's ever going to get. Exactly. Yet. So he's, maybe he's doing some pretty my silly things. I I don't know if he comes back on. I don't know when he's going to come back. I think he's being ridiculous. But but the only thing I'll say is. I do agree with him that they, they overwork him. And he has a right, as of going into a free agent year, to say, hey, ease off a little bit. It's not fair to his future. Yeah, I don't have any problem at all with play- – like, I think players should try to get as much money as they can. I just don't think that skipping games is going to lead to him getting more money. Right. That's how you lose money is yeah. by skipping games. And he might think, look, I've made a lot of money already in my career. I know I'm going to get another contract when I'm free of Pittsburgh and I become a free agent. What's – What's $800,000 every Sunday? You know, maybe that's what he's thinking. I'm not saying it's the right thing to think. Well, it's $8.5 million if he sits out 10 weeks. Right. But if he does that, he still gets paid a little bit of the franchise tag when he reports for the last six games of the season. He doesn't have 400 touches. He looks like a selfish idiot. But then, theoretically, he'd be able to hit free agency again in 2019. He will sign Saturday. <laughs> All right. I hope you're better at this than Pouncey. Uh, Rashad Penny practice in full, but we're not interested in Penny this week, right? No, no, but it hurts Carson. Evan Ingram is out of the concussion protocol. I should I should not have paused after out. Evan Ingram is out of the concussion protocol. He is in. He will face the Jaguars. Is it a certainty or just most likely Evan Ingram will play? He'll play. He'll play. Yeah, I think it's all but certain. Um, and are there any big injuries that I'm missing? Looks like Sony Michelle is making some progress, but still not a certainty. We moved Rashard Matthews into the rankings yesterday. The, the way he's talking, the way Mariota's talking, and the way that he's practicing, it doesn't sound like he's even questionable. Now, maybe they'll come out and say that he's questionable, but so far it looks like he's playing, which makes me a little more cautious on Corey Davis just until we see that first game with this new offense. Um, and then there was a report that came out today that Josh Gordon will be on a pitch count. Ah, okay. All right, we're going to preview the, uh, both those games, the Cleveland game and the Tennessee game. Fantasy superlatives. Let's do some quick superlatives, and then we'll get into the games. Most likely to move into the first round in 2019. Alex Collins. Kenyon Drake. Joe Mixon. I swear I would have chosen one of those three guys. (laughs) Makes a lot of sense. Could Uh, it be all three? Would it be surprising if all three of them were there? Yes. Yeah, it would shock me, actually. Really? All right. Yeah. Well, because how often... Are we gonna be are like we're gonna be right about three out of three running backs in fantasy, you know? But they all have a great chance to do it. Well, that means also though, if it is those three, that three yeah. of Bell, Kamara, Gordon, Hunt, Barkley, Cook, Fournette have fallen out of the first round. They've right. surpassed those guys. They can't not just getting to their level. Right. They've passed them. Most likely to move out of the top one hundred in two thousand nineteen. Adrian Peterson. LaShawn McCoy, Marshawn okay. Lynch, Michelle Larry McCoy. Fitzgerald. I got one. Does he retire? Demarius Thomas. Maybe. I Could feel like be. he's. I feel like he's breaking down physically. Yeah, and they could. If, if Cortland Sutton looks good, they're going to move on from Thomas next. They year. are moving on from him, and Emmanuel Sanders. Uh, most hitter. Yeah, and here's the thing. That's kind of like a bold prediction for me. I mean. I, I don't know why I'm putting it out there. It's a chance to look stupid, but let's have some fun with it. I, I just don't really feel it with Demarius Thomas. Most hit or miss offense in fantasy. This year? Yeah. Like you mean they're going to have really good games and really bad games? I don't know and if I phrase this right. Know. Uh, yeah, what are you looking for? What do you mean? The offense that, okay. So for me, the answer is the Giants or the Browns. The offense that could could have the... Highest outcome potential in fantasy this year, but also the lowest negative. Yeah, like like the, right, like the most head scratching weeks. The right? Chicago Bears, the Seahawks, Washington. the Seahawks. Seahawks don't seem safe to you. They seem they they're kind of risky to you. If they go back to a more conservative approach, they're going to have a lot of low scoring games. Mm. I bet the Titans are one of those teams. 
where one week that like this week, I bet they look amazing. I think the Titans and Bears are two of the most interesting teams to watch this mm-hmm. week, just because yep. they've yeah. got something new coming and we've speculated as to what it is. Now we get to see it. Dolphins, too. Most excited to see in week one. Uh, there's something in every game that you could pick out. I'm just excited to see football tonight. There's only so one excited. most. I know. I got it. For me, it's Dalvin Cook, and here's why. He, I mean, he dominated the our podcast. The guy you drafted in every league. I don't think I have one team, maybe one, with Dalvin <laughs> no, you do. Or it was a mock draft. Yeah, it was a mock. Um, I I, I've got my most. Uh, yeah, I mean, this guy, Dalvin Cook, dominated our podcast discussion for like a week. He barely played in the preseason, and he just sort of maybe fell off the minds of fantasy owners a little bit and us a little bit. Like, he just wasn't trendy in any way. So now I'm super interested to see what they do with Cook this, uh, on Sunday. For me, it's Andrew Luck. Ah, uh, yeah, that's a good one. Dave? Jamie, what? yours? Oh. Or do you want mine? Go ahead. Saquon Barkley. It's not an easy start for him, huh, against the Jags? No, no. No, it's not. Jamie, who, who are you most excited to watch this week? I want to see Jordan Wilkins if he could take advantage of the job. And I do too, but I am firmly rooting against him because I am all about Marlon Mack. I hope he falls on his face. Uh, hey, football's back. SeatGeek never left. SeatGeek is the smartest, easiest way to get tickets to every game all season long. Last-minute deals, a night out, a perfect gift, whatever it is, SeatGeek helps you find the best seats at the best prices. In fact, I retweeted someone last night who sent us a tweet with his SeatGeek order, and he used the code FFT, and he got a $20 discount. That's what we're offering you. You, uh, you, you may not think about it right now, but next time you need tickets, I want you to think about the SeatGeek app. And I want you to download the app on your phone, and when you check out, when you get your tickets, use the code FFT. You will get $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. SeatGeek searches multiple sites and finds you the best deals. You're already saving money and time by using SeatGeek. And it's not just sports either. Concerts, comedy, theater as well, and every purchase is fully guaranteed. I use it all the time. I tell everybody about it. I love the SeatGeek app. I'm going to be going to a Giants game this year, and I'm going to be going there with the SeatGeek app. So please download it and use the code FFT on SeatGeek. FFT for 20 bucks off your first purchase. SeatGeek, life's an event, and we have the tickets. All right, if you're uh, not remembering how we do it, we go game by game. We break it down. We tell you who to start and sit. We tell you who, uh, who we compare them to. And we give a stat of the game. So we start with Pittsburgh at Cleveland. I tweeted this stat last night, and nobody seemed impressed. Cleveland was terrible against number one wide receivers last year. Terrible, but they were terrific against number two wide receivers. Here's your stat of the game. Only once all season did multiple wide receivers score more than six fantasy points in the same game against Cleveland in non-PPR. So like the number two receiver, six or fewer fantasy points in non-PPR in all but one game. The only exception was Will Fuller and DeAndre Hopkins. Fuller had 15 fantasy points and Hopkins had seven fantasy points. Um, Now people say, "Ah, I don't play in non-PPR. I get that. Uh, I I think for for the purposes of, you know, what I'm going to be saying all year long, we kind of look at double digits in non-PPR as like a big game for a wide receiver. Uh, I would say maybe like, what, eight fantasy points in non-PPR is a solid game for a running back or a wide receiver. But if you get double digits, you did really well for your team. Um, So that said, what do you make of that as it relates to Juju Smith-Schuster? Do you care at all? You know, I'm looking at their their opponents from last year, and there's not many times that they faced teams that had good pair of wide receivers. Fair, and and Juju did have a huge game against them. It was without Antonio Brown. Yeah, but like they played Jacksonville, they played like the only ones that I, that I see that stand out to me are Detroit and Minnesota. And I think they did a really good job against Houston. It was just uh, it was odd that Fuller had the big game and Hopkins had seven points. Right, but. And that was with uh, um, Watson as well. Uh, it must have been if Fuller had a good game. <laughs> that was week six, yeah. So he was he was there. So, um, but yeah, they played like they played the Jets, they played the Ravens, they played the Colts. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of uh, one trick ponies in there. The, the Bengals because John Ross wasn't a thing. Um, well, you are the high guy on Smith Schuster, Jamie. You have him 14th. I, I mean, with Le'Veon not there, I think it's a, the sky's the limit for him because that's just more targets that will go in his direction. As much as they'll still use Connor in the passing game. Uh, and who knows if James Washington's healthy. Um, I'm expecting Juju to have a monster season and certainly a, a great start to week one. 
And the other thing is that like the Browns were really bad against number ones and really bad against tight ends and really good against number twos. I, I think they're just really bad against the pass. Yeah, I mean, they're expecting to have a better defense. They obviously drafted a, a cornerback with their fourth pick. They've got a great great defensive end. Um, but, yeah, we're, we're obviously going to be high on the Steelers. Is Roethlisberger, uh, Road Roethlisberger, is he a good start or a great start this week? Great. I think he's a great, great start. start. Number four QB. All right, he's, I think he's sixth for Dave and Jamie, and he's four for Heath, so right around there. Um, all right, so John Connor, start telling me who you would start Connor over. You have him James, ahead of James who? Connor. James Conner, yeah, not the he Terminator. He's not the not guy the that fullback. kills the Terminator. <laughs> well, he is also a Terminator. Uh, all right, who are you starting James Conner over? It might be easier to tell you who I'm not starting him over. Yeah, he's like top 12 for me. Don't start him over Gurley, DJ, Kamara, Gordon, Zeke, Fournette, Hunt, Barkley, or Cook. Start him over everyone else. Yeah. Is, is there another Steelers running back? That we should be interested in, or is it? Just I got asked on a radio show this morning about Jalen Samuels. Right. Um, I, I I don't know. We'll see. They're going to give somebody work. It could be. I don't know if they. It's kept... going to be him. Like if you're in a deeper league, that's the one to go get. He's got good hands. He's not fast. Powerful. Tight end eligible on some sites. That mm. is true. Jalen Samuels. That's kind of interesting. Yeah, maybe he gets some passing downs work. Uh, but Connor's the one we obviously want. And, um, all right, who's a better flex, Connor or Smith-Schuster? I'll go Juju. More upside with Juju, but Connor, I think, is going to touch the ball more, so I'll always lean toward touches when it's close. I've got Connor projected for more fantasy points in both formats. And we like him over Freeman tonight? Yep. Yep. Nope. This was a good run defense last year, for the record. They allowed the fewest, fan- fewest yards per carry to running backs. But we don't care. No. He's going to get a ton of work. Um, all right, we're starting Brown and we're starting Smith Schuster. Although Heath is Heath and Dave are lower on Smith Schuster, they've got him around twentieth, top twenty-four though. Yep. Tyrod Taylor, starter sit. My second favorite streaming quarterback. Who would you start him over? I'll say the name first: Russell Wilson. Then the easy ones: wow. Garoppolo and Mahomes. I think Tyrod Taylor would be better than Carson Wentz this week. <laughs> For sure. Better than Matt Ryan. Yeah, that's Better than Dak. One. Better than, uh, I'm with you on Dak, but I trust him over Trubisky, Foles, Bortles, Alex Smith. You agree on good. Mahomes? No. I do. Garoppolo? No. Yep. Do, uh, Gar- not Garoppolo? No. Who scores Garoppolo. 20 fantasy points against the Vikings? Almost nobody. I, look, I don't have Garoppolo ranked anywhere close to the top 12. They're... But I've got Garoppolo at 19 and Tyrod at 22. It's funny. In our, in our two-quarterback league, I took Brady, and then I waited, and I got Tyrod and, and Joe Flacco. And I, I'm I'm thrilled about having Tyrod this week. Right. Uh, in that situation, I would do the same thing. How yeah, but like, I'd rather have him than, than the guys he said than Garoppolo. I'd rather start in the Mariota, too. How much do you like uh, Carlos Hyde, close. guys? Uh, Good. Num- number two. Like where he's being drafted. Number two running back. Yeah, I mean, I like him more than all those guys were like the Breida, Barber, Carson, Peterson, all those guys that kind of have become things. He, he's a, he's more of a solid number two than those guys. I like him over Rex. I like him over Lamar Miller. The only thing that concerns me about Hyde is game flow. If they're chasing points, going to see a lot of Duke Johnson. I think Duke is a good sleeper this week. Cleveland wide receivers, what are you doing about him? Starting him. Uh, Landry's a start for sure. And I feel still think Gordon's going to – I don't care about this pitch count thing. I think he's still going to play a lot. I, I'm starting Landry as a, like a must-start. Gordon is more of a flex for me that's a boom-bust guy. I, I think he could score 15 fantasy points pretty easily, maybe on one play. But if he scores five or less, I'm not going to be that surprised. David Njoku is a decent start this week. Would you rather start Njoku or Eifert? I don't like Njoku this week. I think he's a set. Eifert. Eifert. Well, yeah, I'm 14th. That's not so bad. At right. tight end, that's like 20. At week one, week one, that's pretty bad. Uh, yeah, actually, I should mention, Pittsburgh allowed the fewest fantasy points and the fewest touchdowns to tight ends last year. They did yeah. face a pretty easy schedule, though. But uh, the good tight ends against them, Rudolph had four points. Kelsey had three. Jack Doyle had nine yards. Walker had nine points. Gronkowski had 18 points. Do you think he can score? I mean, look, it depends on Josh Gordon, I think, very much so for Njoku. But if they're if they are behind and they're throwing and Gordon's then on he's a pitch got a count, chance, sure. 
Did did they face any good tight ends after Shazier went out? Um, I don't think yeah, so. Yeah, I believe they did. They did in the playoffs. Gronk crushed them. And Shazier's the one who was covering tight ends They didn't face Gronk in the playoffs. They, I thought they did. They lost to no. the Jaguars. Did, no, you're right. They faced Before the playoffs then. Gronk you, crushed them. It was them. that game that Gronk the Patriots won at the last second. But I, I didn't think – I thought Shazier was in in that game, but I don't know. I didn't it, think – I thought it was late enough in the year that Shazier was out. Uh, it was right around them. It's, it doesn't. I mean, Gronkowski doesn't really matter. Pittsburgh. No, I mean that's the one thing is that I don't know if the Steelers. This last year, the Steelers were great against tight ends. I'm not sure they've done enough this offseason to replace Shazier and to improve at safety. I, I think he does have a decent chance to score a touchdown. That's why I asked that question. Okay, all right. I, he's he's a low end starter for me. Uh, is there a sleeper tight end on Pittsburgh that you're interested in? By the way, if McDonald was healthy, but I'm not sure what his health is. So you want to lean toward Jesse James, go ahead. Jesse James did have two touchdowns in week one against – I mean, that's a total Hail Mary, 40-team league, maybe Jesse James. Pittsburgh DST, you can start him, although Heath has them 18th. Dave and Jamie have him right around top 12. Cincinnati is at Indianapolis. Stat of the game. And when I can't find a stat of the game, I will tell you something like this. The city of Indianapolis was the first to have sliced bread, according to Trip Savvy. Quote, Wonder Bread of Indianapolis was the first to publicly market sliced bread, end quote. So when you hear something is the best thing since sliced bread, think about Indianapolis. Uh, which quarterback do you prefer in this one, Luck or Dalton? Luck, Luck has more upside, so I'll take him. All right. We do like Dalton, though. He's a top 12 guy. They're back-to-back in my rankings. Luck 9, Dalton 10. And we're going to take Dalton over Taylor, <clears throat> Tyrod Taylor? Yep. Mm-hmm. And that's not all. Dalton over Mahomes, Garoppolo, Russell Wilson, Matthew Stafford. Dalton's, Dalton has a great setup this week because Indianapolis's pass rush is very, very ugly, and their secondary is equally ugly. So every okay. Joe Mixon this week. All right, yes. so look, yeah, Mixon. We'll talk about him, but Hilton's obvious. You're starting him. AJ Green's obvious. You're starting him. I, I mean, I don't really want to start Jordan Wilkins. Do you guys? Um, I lost McKinnon in one league and my options would be Wilkins or Chris Carson and it's close for me on those two guys. So I would prefer not to start Jordan Wilkins, but without perfect in there, if the game does stay competitive, I think Wilkins has a shot. That's good. He's my, he's my 40th ranked running back this week. Any interest in Naeem Hines? No. To like, uh, maybe like go to the art store with (laughs) the picture. Uh, okay, and then what about how much do you like Joe Mixon this week, guys? Top 10. He's top 12 for me, but I I understand the sentiment. There's a lot to be excited about with him. Mixon or James Conner? Conner. Ooh. Mixon, but it's very, very close for me. All right. Heath, rank the tight ends in this game. Um, Ebron, Eifert, Doyle. I mean, I feel like we could we could throw darts to rank the tight ends. Oh, for sure. In this game. And that's one of the reasons I'm so excited to watch the Colts is to find out what the Eric Ebron role is. He's yeah. going to be like a receiver. He's going to be their Zach Ertz. Fun fact, both Doyle and Ertz scored against the Bengals last year on different teams, obviously. Yeah, one on the Colts, one on the Lions. And uh, Eifert is, I'm pretty sure he's my FanDuel tight end. Um, sure, that's not a bad call. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, would you start them over Najoku? I would start Eifert and Ebron ahead of Najoku. I'd start both of them over both. Well, they're three, Jamie. All three tight ends. <laughs> I was looking at something and thinking something else. Um, I would start both Colts tight ends over um, Najoku. What about uh, Eifert? Yes. Sorry. Problem. All right. I think we're good there. Um, no DSTs, right? No. No. All right, let's move on. We've got Houston at New England. What are the chances that the Texans win? They've never won in Foxborough. 48%. Wow. I was going to say 20%. Okay. Stat of the game. The Texans allowed the fourth fewest receiving yards to opposing running backs last year and three receiving touchdowns to running backs. Not bad. None after week five. They played the Patriots, and no Patriots running back had more than 12 receiving yards against the Texans. Does that matter to you guys? No. 
No, I think part of the thing was last year they when everybody was hurt, they couldn't cover any of the receivers, so there was no reason to check down to a running back. Not a bad point. Yeah, I mean, the Texans' de- defense, I don't know how much you can even look at last year. They're just a different, healthier, hopefully better defense. Um, but let's start with them. All right, Deshaun Watson. Everybody's got him as starting Deshaun Watson. Uh, Lamar Miller. So, Dave, I think you threw a little shade at Lamar Miller earlier. How yeah, do you, I don't, do I don't love that? his track record against Belichick. Uh, I think he's a low-end number two running back. I'm starting Connor, Peyton Barber, Carlos Hyde, Derrick Henry, all ahead of him. I would start Miller over all those guys except for Connor. So you have confidence in him? Or is it just like you guys, you know, he's been higher on Miller all along? I've got him ranked right around 16th, which is right around where I had him ranked in the preseason. Right. Yeah, I I think he's in a good spot. He's going to get a lot of work. I think it's going to be an up-tempo, fun, competitive game. Um, Both offenses should perform well here. So I don't think anybody's taking Lamar Miller off the field. And this Patriots defense is still a work in progress. And so I, I don't I, I like what he did when, when Watson played. And I think he'll be involved in the passing game. So uh, I'm I'm starting him without question. Remember when he was getting you like eight fantasy points a week and you, you were happy to a degree. I feel like that's what he can get you this week. I think he can get you eight. Well, he always gets you eight. I mean, that's kind of the, the appeal of Lamar Miller. He is pretty. Yeah, safe. but he doesn't get you 15. Rarely. Yeah. yeah. Um, Patriots allowed 4.6 yards per carry to running backs last year. That's terrible. They did seem to get better late in the year than they struggled in the Super Bowl. And, you know, if you are out there thinking, hey, they got Dante Hightower, they're always better against the run when Dante Hightower is healthy. And he only played five games last year. I thought the same thing, and it might be true, but last year they in the five games with Dante Hightower, they still gave up a ton of fantasy points to running backs in, in most of those games. Yeah. I like what they did on the defensive line. And we I've, I've taken shade for saying that the Texans offensive line is improved. It's not that great of a line and they could get pushed around and that'll hurt Lamar Miller on his carries. All right. How do you compare Lamar Miller to the Patriots running backs? I'd rather start him than any Patriots running. Back. Agreed. Easy. How do you feel about Burkhead this week? Risky. I think I think the Patriots are going to use three guys, Burkhead, White, Hill. And if you can tell me who's going to be the best of those three without question. Burkhead. You're, uh, he's, I've got him ranked the highest of the three, but it's not with a lot of confidence. Uh, Burkhead was so efficient with his touches. He was their goal line guy. Hopefully they don't give – like they would really piss me off if Jeremy Hill got a goal line I carry. guarantee you that's why he's there. Oh, I hope not. I mean – Like that's a guarantee I'm comfortable making. Like unless it's – they're running the no huddle, and Burkhead happens to be the running back in the game. Short of that, you're going to see Jeremy Hill in that role. I, I don't feel confident guaranteeing anything with the Patriots running backs, but I do feel confident starting Burkhead in any league where you need a flex, regardless of format, and starting White in any PPR league where you need a flex. I'm really excited about James White this week. Do you in like PPR him? leagues, I am too. Would you start White over White or Adrian Peterson in PPR? White. White. Easy. White. I'd start white over a giant. I, I'd Me start too. white over Rex in PPR. Okay. Um, okay. And uh, we love Chris Hogan this week. He's top 20. Gronkowski. Top 12. Oh, he's 12 now. Did you move him up this morning? Last night. Last night. Okay. I missed that. We love Chris Hogan. We love Gronkowski. We love DeAndre Hopkins. What about Will Fuller? Same as he's going to be every week. Very good boomer bus play. <laughs> I'll tell you the only time you won't want to do that is when the Texans have a matchup where they could probably just run the ball. So that's 16 Crazy. weeks. <laughs> I, yeah, well, I mean, I don't know what the defenses are going to look like later on this year, and I don't know what their run game is going to look like later this year. But for now, yeah, most weeks Fuller's going to be the boomer bust guy. I view Fuller very, very similar to Josh Gordon. Like, he can make one play in the first quarter, and you're like, why didn't I start him? But who, who would he you, also— Who would you prefer? Sigh. I think I, I think I'd prefer Fuller. I would too. Fuller. I'll take Gordon. In uh, time, Gordon's going to be that guy, but limited playing time, I'll take Fuller. It's not going to be limited playing time. I think by the second half it won't be, but in the first half it could. Will Fuller or a Rams wide receiver? All the Rams. Uh, All Cook, the Rams Cooks for Fuller? sure. Um in PPR it's easy to go with the Rams guys, in non-PPR you could take a flyer on Fuller. All right guys. 
Uh, Russell Wilson's going to be interesting. Let's talk about him. After I tell you about NFL Game Pass, so if you miss any of the games, you can watch them for free, or, well, for free for seven days uh, on NFL Game Pass. And you can watch them on replay. You can watch the coaches' film, the All-22 angle. You can get the broadcast version, commercial-free. NFL Game Pass is great. Every game you can watch through the Super Bowl. And if you want to sign up for that seven-day free trial, go to NFL.com slash fantasy football today. So I do think that you fantasy owners are going to really like this as just a football fan or someone who's trying to brush up on your fantasy knowledge and your fantasy skills and get a better look at some players. It's never a bad idea to watch a little film. And you can do that with NFL Game Pass. It was great for the preseason. It's great for the regular season. And if you missed the offer, it's still there. NFL.com slash fantasy football today. A seven-day free trial of NFL Game Pass. NFL.com slash fantasy football today. Seattle is at Denver. Here's your stat of the game. This is kind of strange to start with this, but the Broncos allowed the third most fantasy points to opposing tight ends last year. Is Nick Vanette a sleeper for the Seahawks? What about Ed Dixon? Is Ed Dixon playing? I thought Ed I Dixon was yeah. on short-term IR. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah. I didn't realize I put him on short-term IR. So that makes Nick Vanette a sneaky play this week. Yeah. I don't know if I'm starting him, even over guys that I don't like at tight end. No, but yeah. it, it wouldn't be. I, I think he's a little bit more of a touchdown or bust tight end who no one knows about, which makes him worse than your typical touchdown or bust tight end. If he scores this week, people are going to pick him up off waivers. We'll put the uh, the deep sleeper label on Nick Vanette. All right, Heath, Russell Wilson, you're the low guy on Wilson. I think you've got him 17th, Dave and Jamie. I'll tell you the updated rankings. Wilson is 13th, 13th, and 17th for Jamie, Dave, and Heath. Take it away. If I felt confident that Brian Schottenheimer wasn't going to muddle up this Seahawks approach, then I'd probably still just start Russell Wilson. But you've just got this confluence of events where he has one good, for sure, good wide receiver who says he's 85%, a running game that doesn't look particularly good to me against a very good defense on the road on opening weekend with a fired-up crowd and possibly an offensive coordinator that thinks if we just run the football 34 times, <laughs> then we will win this game because that's the magic number. Yeah. And so, yeah. and their defense isn't very good. And so I do think there's a chance, as long as Seattle's in this game, that they think we just play slow on offense, keep our defense off the field, keep it close, we'll be okay. And that scares me. What was one of the mantras that we had about Russell Wilson in the preseason? If Doug Baldwin's healthy, you've got to like his chances. Yep. Well, Doug Baldwin's healthy, but what if he's going to get covered by one of the best slot cornerbacks in the NFL? Makes it, and, and he's not yeah, at 100%, I, I which will, he said. I will say this about both Wilson and Baldwin. They had big games against Jacksonville last year. They had big games against Philadelphia last year, against Atlanta last year. Um, they were not necessarily shut down in in bad matchups um it was also much easier to to score through the air on denver than on the ground denver's pass defense was good they gave up a lot of touchdowns and their run defense was incredible which maybe helps russell wilson a little bit but it is a tough it is a tough game there's no question like a tough game for starter sit purposes for because you guys have jared goff ahead of wilson you have andy dalton ahead of russell wilson and Philip Rivers. So there are a lot of there are reasons to get away from Wilson for sure. Nobody has him in the top twelve. Dave and Jamie have him thirteenth. Um, and then yeah, what do you think about Chris Carson? This this was probably the best run defense in the NFL last year in the Broncos. What do I don't we like him. Yeah, yeah, it's hard to get excited about. Him. I have to start him in a couple of leagues, including our dynasty league, because I have Le'Veon Bell. He's not going to play, so Carson's the next guy up there. He's he's my last RB two. Because I couldn't really find anybody that I like better. I would rather start Alfred Morris, Bilal Pal, Jay Ajayi, Matt Breida, Marshawn Lynch. You would rather start Adrian a guy, Peterson. Alfred Morris, who's hey. splitting carries at an equally tough run defense? I think Chris Carson will be splitting carries. With Rashad Penny? Rashad right. Penny's going to play. He's not going to get much. CJ Procise is going to play on third downs. He's their best pass catching back for the quarter and a half that he stays healthy. I I don't like this situation at all for Carson. How do you guys feel about Baldwin? Actually, how, about, how about this? Rank the three primary wide receivers in this game. Sanders, Thomas, Baldwin. 
Thomas Baldwin Sanders. I agree with Jamie Sanders, Thomas Baldwin. Why Sanders Simon. ahead of Thomas? You just have to go with what you've seen. I mean, he, he's, he's favoring Sanders right now, and, and the matchup's easier for him because Griffin will follow Thomas. So I, I think you see just the, the way that the secondary is right now for the Seahawks. Sanders has the easier matchup, and he's the apple of Case Keenum's eye right now. Would you start Case Keenum over Russell Wilson? No, I would not. I would not, okay. but I have them back-to-back. Would you start uh, Garoppolo or Keenum? Keenum. Uh, Keenum. I have Keenum higher. Okay. So he's an okay start. And uh, Royce Freeman or James Conner? Conner. Freeman. Freeman. No, uh, Conner. Close. So, Dave, you must really like Royce Freeman. I do. I, I think the matchup is... Even better than you think because K.J. Wright's not going to play for Seattle. You've got uh, Shaquem Griffin making his first start in the middle. He looked great in the preseason, but still a rookie middle linebacker making his first start. Uh, and I think Royce Freeman's going to just get a lot of work. And if the Broncos build any kind of a lead, I think they lean on him in the second half. I think he can score. Um, was very tempted to put him in my top 12 this week. Couldn't find the room. I just um, I'm glad that he's starting. I've got him for quite a few touches. I think there will be a significant difference in the number of touches James Conner gets and the number of touches Royce Freeman gets. Meaning that Conner gets more than Freeman? Con- Conner gets six more. Yeah, Freeman. I agree with that. I have Conner 13th and, and Freeman 15th. Wow. Buffalo is at Baltimore. Stat of the game. Only three quarterbacks last year scored 20 or more fantasy points against the Bills. Jameis Winston, Phillip Rivers, and of course David Fales for the Dolphins. Uh, so we don't really like Joe Flacco, but he's... A I don't mind Flacco. Streaming option. Yeah, well, what do you have him? You have him 17th. All right. Yeah. So most people will probably do better, but he's not the worst option for Jamie. Uh, are we cool with LaShawn McCoy? No. We're sitting him? D- define, define cool. I mean, could you see where a scenario where you're sitting LaShawn McCoy? Freeman, Connor, number one pick? Yep. I, I could debate Connor versus McCoy. I have McCoy ranked higher for now. I have McCoy behind Freeman and Connor, but I have McCoy ranked in a way in which most people are starting him. James, where do you have? Or, sorry, uh, eighteen, nineteen. Yeah, I've got him eighteen. McCoy, yeah, McCoy, or uh, Jamal Williams? Williams. Jamal Williams. Williams. Yeah. All right. So there are ways you could get away from the Sean McCoy, but he's not a terrible start. Would you start anyone in the Buffalo passing game? No. In fantasy football? Yeah. I have a hard time starting most of those guys in real football. I could see Kelvin Benjamin as a, a volume flex. Uh, Alex Collins, we love him. But uh, the Bills a- allowed the most fantasy points to opposing running backs last year. They did add star Lotu Lele to their defensive line. That should help. Um, For a but few games, yes. Alex Collins is a must start. Collins yes. or Connor? And, Collins. and every time I ask about Connor, Dave is going to take the other guy because he has Connor like 10 spots lower than. Heath and Jamie do. Not quite that far. Connor. Uh, Connor in PPR, Collins in non-PPR. Startership, Michael Crabtree. Not an easy matchup. He's a number three receiver. Yeah, he's a low-end number three. It's not an easy matchup, and I do worry that there's just not that many pass attempts. Baltimore had a couple of games last year where they got out to big leads, and they just ran the ball like 50 times. Yeah, that's why Collins is a top-12 guy for me. Um, Crabtree is going to be out of my top 24 before the end of the day. Would you start, say, Randall Cobb or Michael Crabtree? Crabtree. Crabtree. Yeah. Who's a better flex, Crabtree or LaShawn McCoy? McCoy. 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 Baltimore DSD is top two this week. All right, I like that pace. Good pace. Let's keep it up. Tennessee is at Miami. Tennessee at Miami. Stat of the game. Only one running back rushed for more than 73 yards against the Titans in their last 13 games last year. 73 yards, only one running back eclipsed that. That was Todd Gurley. Uh, These two teams actually played last year, but Mariota didn't play. It was an ugly 16-10 win for the Dolphins. Uh, But Kenyon Drake, I mean, is is he a stud this week? Because this is not an easy matchup for him based on last year. I'm very excited about Kenyon Drake this season. I do have him ranked lower for this week than I had him ranked... For the full season. Is he in your top 24? Just barely. Oh. Okay. 22 so, in non-PPR, 19 in PPR. I, I like him. 
I think he's going to be a number two running back this week. I think this is a game where game flow will help him pretty much no matter what. Mm-hmm. Jamie, how do you feel about Marcus Mariota? I think he's a good streaming option. Um, I do worry that Corey Davis is going to get taken out of this game by Xavier Howard because that's what he did at the end of the season last year. He took away number one receivers. So, But I think this is a Delaney Walker game. I think this is a game where Mariota will use legs a little bit. He actually did that the last time he faced Miami in 2016. So he's he's okay. He's not great, but he's okay. I'd start him over Mahomes and Garoppolo, for sure. So Walker's a must-start in this game. The Dolphins allowed 10 touchdowns to tight ends, as Jamie just said. Big game for Walker. Big, setting up to be a good day for Walker. And Drake's going to get started. Um, I guess we need to talk about the Tennessee running backs. What do you do with them? You start Derrick Henry for sure, and Deion Lewis is a good flex, no matter the format, close to a starting option in PPR. Yeah, I'd start Lewis and Henry in PPR. I'd, I agree with what Jamie said in non-PPR. I mean, based on the preseason, the Dolphins look like they're going to have a terrible defense. So let's see what happens. And um, anything else here? Oh, Kenny Stills? Danny Amendola? Love Kenny Stills. More like than, the matchup. More than Corey Davis? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. But I don't mind Corey Davis either. But I yeah, think he's had, closer to the flex than num- he is. Number, number one receivers against the Dolphins last year because of Howard. Uh, I think it was like the last five games, no touchdowns allowed. And he's 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 becoming one of the better lockdown corners in the football. Is he gonna is he gonna shadow him? That's what he did that's, last year. Yeah, I don't know if that's something that the Titans are gonna do. They changed defenses and I'm not sure. Dolphins? Gonna, or Dolphins. the Dolph- Dolphins then. I'm sorry. I was thinking about Well they have the same defense. The Dolphins have the same defense. Yeah. The Titans do not. I was I was just predicting that Corey Davis was going to play against his own team. Mistake. <laughs> it's uh, early in the morning, In Adam. that case, move him no, up the I, rankings. I, I do think Howard is a tough matchup for Corey Davis, but I still like his chances to... Maybe he's a little more touch-on dependent than normal this week. Um, he scored none in the regular season. <laughs> yeah, but he had two in his last game. You got Corey Davis or Josh Gordon? Gordon. Gordon. Heath? Corey Davis? Davis. Davis. Kansas City is at the Chargers. Here's your stat of the game. This is from mentalfloss.com. How did the film industry end up in L.A.? To get away from Thomas Edison. Edison, who lived in New Jersey, held most of the country's film patents. Filmmakers fled westward to avoid Edison's intellectual property claims. Now you they know also that. like the weather. <laughs> Probably. The weather was much easier to film in in Los Angeles than in the East Coast. If I could just t- tell you what's happening right now in my house, I have flies it's like swarming me right now. It's because you haven't showered. I did sho- I shower. showered yesterday. I don't know it, what happened here. You didn't shower today, you filth ball. I showered before I went to bed. This is disgusting. Ew. All right. Um, Chargers and Chiefs. So uh, we like Rivers more than Mahomes, right? Oh, yeah. Much. Yeah. They, the, the Chargers were third best against quarterbacks last year. So Mahomes, only two quarterbacks scored 20 or more fantasy points against the uh, Chargers last year. One of them was Alex Smith, but he only scored 22. Um, also, Chargers are going to get after him. Uh, Kareem Hunt start. Kareem Hunt had two huge games against the Chargers last year. He killed them. Uh, Melvin Gordon start. Kelsey start. Ty- like this game's easy, right? Like yeah. The the one point I'd want to make on Mahomes, which is why if you're in a pickle and he's on your team, you can start him. I'm just not expecting top twelve numbers. Andy Reid's track record against the Chargers has been very good. Last four times he's played, I think the worst Alex Smith did was 18 fantasy points. And they don't have Jason Verrett, and they're going to throw a lot, and they've got that deep ball element that's going to be there every week. Like if I've got Mahomes and Garoppolo, which I think a lot of people drafted together, I'm I'm starting Mahomes there, no problem. And if I have Mahomes and Wentz, and I don't want to carry a third quarterback, I'm starting Mahomes. Okay, are there any like... Number two wide receivers or sleepers or like Antonio Gates, anybody that shows up in this game that is not an automatic start. Oh, I think the guy we should probably talk about is Sammy Watkins. Sure. Nobody's starting Sammy Watkins this week. You should not start Sammy Watkins this week. But people draft him with a fifth or sixth round pick in some leagues. They may be planning on starting him. They should not. They should not. John Brown ahead of Sammy Watkins. Oh. John Ross ahead of Sammy Watkins. I mean, I, I do think Gates is kind of interesting. If 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 Barry doesn't Eric play. Barry doesn't play, yeah, for yeah. sure. He's got a b- much better chance to score. He's Barry actually scored play. in two of his last three against them with Barry playing. Or no, Barry missed one of those. Right. Chargers I look DST. at Gates a, a little right. bit like Vanette, a little bit like Austin Safarian Jenkins. It's just, right. Know. It'd be more fun if they were bye weeks, but yeah, you're right. I mean, 16 teams playing. Would you start Gates over uh, Kittle? 
No. Yes. Dave, break the tie. Gates or Kittle? Uh, I'll go Kittle. Last game is the Rams at the Raiders. Rams at Raiders. Stat of the game. Only three quarterbacks scored 20 or more fantasy points against the Rams last year. And all three of those quarterbacks had huge games. Brian Hoyer, Dak Prescott, and Carson Wentz. But for the most part, the Rams were great against quarterbacks. Does anybody like Derek Carr? Nope. No. It's, and this is a better Rams unit than it was last year. This is, this is actually a sensational matchup for the Rams defense because both of their starting corners are very familiar with the Raiders because they played in the AFC West to leave with Denver Peters with Kansas city and Wade Phillips is going to come up with some wacky stuff. Now that he's got Aaron Donald and Ndamukong Sue as the front two teeth of his defensive line. Oh, they're going to, they're going to shatter Derek Carr. They're going to limit Amari Cooper. This is going to be an ugly game for everybody in the silver and black. Well, I guess we should stick with them. Are you starting anybody on this team? On the Raiders? On the Raiders. Not with a smile on my face. Not I'm, even I'm stuck with Cooper in a, in a couple leagues. I hope that Gruden does what he said he was going to do and moves Cooper around. Because if he could avoid him facing Peters and Tlaib, because those two guys have really dominated him, according to Pro Football Focus, I think he could have an opportunity in some garbage time. We talked about this on, on FFT yesterday, just the the fourth quarter. I think you said it right, Blake Bortles. Right. Right, production. Because um, that that's what it'll have to take for him. But uh, we saw it in that game. I think, was Peters playing that game against Chiefs Thursday night? The the two-touchdown the, game? The, I watched it yesterday. He was playing. None of the big plays came against Peters. Yeah, but that was, what, 18 targets that Cooper got that game? Yeah. But Peters it, it, in Kansas City stayed to his it, side. No, but it's, well, he's going to stay on his side, too, here. I know. With the Rams. I don't, but the problem is now is that if Cooper stays away from Peters in this game, it's a keep to leave. But if they move him inside, which they didn't really move him in the slot. In, That's in the true. Raiders. And so, uh, excuse me, with uh, the previous regime. So I, I'm curious if they'll be creative with him. And I think, look, if you drafted Cooper, it's it's the same thing you drafted Russell Wilson. It's the same thing you drafted a lot of these guys, like, like McCoy. I don't love McCoy this week. But you have to have other options. If you don't have other options, you got to start him. And the hope is that he doesn't just crush your fantasy week uh, by a, a terrible performance. So it's it's not going to be pretty, but you know, hopefully the the targets are there for him. And if the targets are there for him, then he has a chance. I feel like he's better in PPR than non. And I feel like I'm ranked I'm 28th right now in non, and I don't like it. I think it's too high. So how about how many of the Rams wide receivers would you start over Amari Cooper? Six, <laughs> zero. <laughs> Wow. I start Cooks, Cooks for sure. Cooks for sure. That's it for me. Heath, what's your uh, read on the Rams man. receivers then? That's the problem. Yeah. Like it's it's a giant shrug emoji. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see that. Um so the the problem is we would like to see Brandon Cooks treated like a number one wide receiver in this offense. That Adam, that was a very nice shrug emoji. Thank you. Excellent. We got to see it again. Uh my guess. Oh, is they exploit neck. they exploit matchups like they did last year. How did I and injure where, myself doing the shrug emoji? You yeah, hurt yourself? Yeah, a little bit. I think your I had, neck? Look at you. You're rubbing your oh, neck. Oh, man. Yeah, it's tough. So what's the, what's the so matchup? Who, who exploits the matchup this week, Heath? Robert Woods. You oh. got to figure it's Cooks. First game with the Rams. Show, show off that new toy against a bad defense whose pass rush just went from – Great to ugh. Does anyone like Marshawn Lynch? No. I would hang out with him in a heartbeat. He seems like a lot of fun. I would not start him on my fantasy team. I week. do not like him. But I, I, yeah. I would start him over J.J. You would hang out with him. You would start him over J.J., huh? I would. That's an interesting take. Dave, uh, Jamie, Ajayi or Lynch? Ajayi. I'm going to move Lynch behind Ajayi. And we like uh, Jared Goff in this game. He's top twelve quarterback. So yep, if you like- hate if you hate your uh, quarterback, you could go for Jared Goff ahead of Mahomes. Start or sit Todd Gurley. Sit if yeah. you're playing against me. Sit <laughs> Todd Gurley. Yeah. Uh, this is uh, just a couple emails. We'll finish the show from Koa in a tiny town in Maui. What was the name of that town, Dave? Um, which one? Springfield. 
the one you kept saying. All right, oh, Springfield. Barnstorm? Yeah, Barnstorm, Maui. Yeah. Uh, Keelan Cole or Nelson Aguilar, PPR? Aguilar. 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 This is from Paul. Dear Adam, Dave, Jamie, and Keith. Uh, insert Heath side here. 14-team PPR league. Only need one running back. Uh, would you drop any of these players for Brita? And by the way, he has position limits for the amount of running backs he can carry. 14-team PPR. Would you drop any of these guys for Brita? No, Kenyon Drake, not Jamal Williams. How about Deion Lewis or Carrion Johnson? I say no. I'd rather have Brita on my team than Carrion Johnson in a normal league. In a league where I only have to start one running back, and I already have Drake and Williams, I'd rather have the upside of what if Carrion Johnson gets that full job. Wouldn't you want that regardless of the league format, though? Because Carrion does have that... I'm not sure. I, there, you cannot start Carrion Johnson in any format or type of league or anything unless you're getting points for yards they got at Auburn. <laughs> I just wonder, though, if they're blowing him out. Yeah, that's I, I I'm a get, sleeper this week. He's, so do I. He's going to get some some late run. Jets win ugly. Nope. Not happening. Right, want to make our third bet? I think that's no, no, I don't. I don't. I want that to be there, something I said. In, I'll give you the points. An hour into the show. What? How many points? I think it's seven and a half. Is it that many points? That's a lot of so. points. I would probably take that. I'll tell you right now. All right, can we make a gentleman's bet instead of coming up with some crazy? Oh, do it for like two you buy bucks. Me, you buy me lunch next time here. That's good. All right, Jets plus seven and a half. I'll buy you lunch. Let's just know. We'll see what the line is. Okay, fine. As you do that, I'm going to end the show and tell you we're going to be back tomorrow to recap some football and to preview seven NFC home games. Get excited. Gotta, wait, hold on. Where? Oh, come on. You're killing me. The line is six and a half. No. Nope. Good? No, absolutely not. All right. I'll give, I'll give you seven and a half. Okay. Seven and a half. Seven and a half for lunch. For lunch. All right. Got to go. Bye. See ya. Na, 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 na. na.